I would put it I'm on sorry. a bun. You could fit the pickles. You could put fit pickles in there. And the pickles. You can fit the pickles in there. You can fit the pickles in there. Come on. Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it away, John Friggin Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong. And rules are just suggestions. Made up as we go along. And who knows what you'll find here Maybe heaven or your worst fears Whatever it may be It's yours to keep forever Just in time, you've entered a rabbit hole Please, go down further Where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity My nipples are sweating (laughs) What are they doing to that chicken? They're punching holes in it. You know, what? I want to teabag that. Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird. You guys are horrible. Bunion rings? Like, I, I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like, you know Anyone? what I mean? Like, flannel onion rings or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah I had a heart attack. Fuck you. It's a sunny, shiny day. Yeah. <laughs> Fat people need love, too. Hello, 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 hello. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) You are just in time, and I am one of the J&T baggers. Your host, DJ Van Nielsen, or Millie Van Nielsen, Finding Needles. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Welcome to the rabbit hole, as you heard on the that sexy-ass song there. That that is actually the beginning of the song, too. Welcome to the rabbit hole. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> but yeah, you've heard the song, well, you hear it at the beginning, hear the song in its entirety, yours to keep, from the album Songs of the Great Collapse, by Mr. John Freakin' Smith, and head on over to johnfreakinsmith.com, or Apple Music, Spotify, check out John Freakin' Smith, man, check out that album, great songs, you, well, you obviously yours to keep, instant, instant click when we heard it, instant click. Uh, yeah, that's one of the few times uh, that that probably like just the the story behind that, which I've I've told it many times. So you just have to go, you'd have to go further down the rabbit hole, as I suggest in the in the intro. But uh, yeah, the story behind that is like the perfect example of us being called just in time, because you know it was kind of everything lined up at the exact perfect time. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I do, do I sound. Do I sound, like, relaxed? I hope I do. I should sound pretty fucking... Fuck. I have been smoking like a chimney this morning. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. So sorry about that. That uh, that's what's known amongst the JNT baggers as the cough of glory. Yes, it it actually came from uh, when we were back in the day when we actually used to play Call of Duty and shit. Um, yeah, when we we'd have the headsets on, you know, we hear one of us coughing, and hey, that, is that the cough of glory right there. It was but we would we would write it C O G like with the with the periods and with the O B and lowercase and shit, just like Call of Duty, but you know. 
That was actually very close to being the name of this show. That might be a break-off we do at some point. Call for Glory. You know what? That might be the name of like some YouTube videos or something, like a pre-show. We've, we've thought about doing that for forever. You know, once we're actually back in full force, getting the guys together and just having a like a like a pre-recording smoke session. Our only fear is that that might end up being more fun than <laughs> than the actual recording. But uh, moving on, um, yeah, I I said I've been smoking like a chimney. What the fuck do I have here? I have some Snoop Snoop OG, and it is uh, this is actually a different uh, turn of events. I have an indica. Yes, I also uh, also got some fucking uh, some blueberry diesel and some fucking. I'm sorry, I'm really baked, <laughs> and I can't find the damn jar. It's it's some kind. It's blue blue something blue dream. Yeah, blue dream. Yeah, I had an actually interesting development over the last week. I uh, went to a new shop. It's over just on the other side, actually, of town from the one that I've been going to. So it's kind of weird, but it's a little bit closer, making it more convenient. Uh, the parking lot's a little bit bigger. <laughs> Not much bigger, but it's more open. This other one that I've gone to, that I've been going to for the last several months has been, uh, the only downside is there's only like four parking spots and it's very cramped in there. Like, I, I don't know, I get weird claustrophobia trying to leave or trying to go in when there's more than one car in the parking lot. But anyway, this new shop, um, uh, what was it? Corn actually recommended it because he went there and or he's been going there, I guess, for quite some time. And he's like, yeah, dude, they got deals, man. And uh, I noticed the shop that I've been going to for the last several months, they've started, uh, I don't know, their prices have started to go up a bit, and I kind of need to save. So I went to this spot, and I ended up, <laughs> ended up, uh, yeah, walking out pretty fucking happy, because I've, I've, I found this here Snoop OG. They had a decent deal on it. And uh, got some pre-rolls, which... I don't know if I've ever mentioned on the show, but I love pre-rolls when I go to weed shops. I am a pre-roll fucking, not addict, but I, it's, it's one of those splurge things. Every now and then, like on payday or something, if I go to a shop, I'll, I'll grab a couple pre-rolls or something. Usually like the $5 variety. Well, this place like one up, the $5 ones are always the, you know, the bottom tier, you know? It's like there are, some of them, there's just the, the house pre-rolls, as they call them. Still pretty stony usually. This place has them fucking the they're five. You can buy one for five dollars or three for ten. It, yeah, they're they're assholes. They make it make sense to just go for the ten dollar one. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> I actually uh I went there and um yeah I got got a, one of these pre rolls is oh geez I I posted a picture on Instagram actually yeah on our Instagram. But uh yeah some very good. Blood. Very good place, very friendly service, fucking huge selection of weed. Notice I'm not even mentioning the place either, I'm just dick riding it just because. Yeah, dick riding a faceless, it's like a glory hole review. <laughs> oh my god, that's disgusting. Also, along with this pre-roll, I've got, uh, what did I, did another little mini splurge, I guess, a little mini stoner splurge, a, a smoke shop that I frequent. Um, I've always noticed that they had some wooden pipes on the wall. And they're not like crazy extravagant ones. It's not full on like Sherlock Holmes or anything crazy like that. Or uh, what was that? On uh, who had that fucking great? Um, it's not even full on Gandalf either. It's not all extra long or anything. 
Oh, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Fucking Christoph Waltz. He had a good ass, fucking crazy ass pipe. It's more like the farmer guy's pipe, just a regular old wooden pipe. But there, there were five bucks, so I was like, you know what? Let me get one of those. Popped a screen in there and fucking, uh, yeah. I actually, it's one of the few times I use the hemp wick because it makes me look like, and honestly, I feel like I'm doing counseling or something. Which is where I want to remind you our phone number. <laughs> 951-394-3420. Call and leave a voicemail. Tell me your problems. I'll grab my hair pipe and see if I can give you some advice. <laughs> yes, advice from a stoner. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a moment here and uh spark this up. I'm gonna use my little hemp wick here. Um shit, what else did I had something else on the docket. Oh yeah, I named this pipe though. I did have to name it. I named it Cadbury. Now, if you listened a couple weeks ago or last week, I'm not sure anymore. It's starting to melt together. But, um, I uh, talked about Macaulay Culkin and Richie Rich. That was the name of his butler. It was Cadbury. This has nothing to do with Easter and the goddamn eggs. But, yeah. So, I did that. And, um, yeah. Well, while I spark this up, yeah, you can hear the lighter cracking. But my hemp wick is lit now, and I'm going to take a couple puffs real quick I just remembered that I took the filter out so I went and hit it really hard because these wooden pipes have a little filter thing in them and it restricts a lot of stuff obviously if you've ever smoked pot out of a pipe or anything or even a joint there's a little bit of a resin buildup and this one oh I took the filter out and so I went to hit it really hard and it fucking got me pretty good just now but um <coughs> I've actually got a few, got a couple things on the docket, but um, before I get into any further, I want to thank Sudio, that's S-U-D-I-O, for my Regent Bluetooth headphones. They have a, actually got a pretty good range, I could pretty much walk around my small apartment and uh, leave my phone wherever and listen to shit, whatever the fuck I'm listening to, but also if I want to plug in, I can, uh, it's got an aux cord. Yeah, very nice. Um, <laughs> very good, clean sound quality and whatnot, and, uh, yeah, if you go to studio.com, again, that's S-U-D-I-O, and use the promo code just in time, you can get 15% off your order. Check that out. <laughs> I know, that that's cheesy. So let's, uh, yeah, well, I think you know the drill, usually, at, there's, there's usually a certain point where I gotta ask, uh, John freaking Smith, tell him where we're going. Some movies suck, and some are great, but our reviews are always late. Late reviews with the boys from Just In Time. Alright, thank you John freaking Smith for that uh, that beautiful ass late review intro. Uh, fucking A, you always thank John freaking Smith because he's one of the many beautiful things he's done. Uh, yeah. So, uh, moving on, I've got, uh, I've actually got two late reviews, so I'll make them kind of quick. Well, you know, our, you know, our style is usually very unorganized, and the, the, sometimes we go over a synopsis, sometimes we just say our favorite parts. Um, this one, I'm actually forgetting one of them. Well, I'll, I'll do the first one, it's a bit of a cheeser. Yeah, yes, I know, John freaking Smith. But, uh... <laughs> So, uh, the first one I got here is a movie called Sex Tape. I don't remember what year it 
fucking said I never pull up the IMDb shit for these late reviews either. It's less facts, more opinions. But uh, it's got I think it was like 2014 or something like that, maybe 13. But it's got uh, Jason Siegel and Cameron Diaz. Now that already should be a formula for a decent flick. That should already make for a good one. Usually, on paper it would. I don't. Uh, well, this obviously was gonna be a cheeser, but fuck. Well, at first, uh, I think honestly they tried to sell, tried to make you um, like imply with the title and all that shit that you're almost guaranteed to see Cameron Diaz naked. Not happening. You know, usually if sex is in the title of a movie, Sex Drive, that's the only other one I can think of right now, but usually if sex is in the title, there's going to be some nudity if you go that blatant. But, uh, yeah, this one, uh, aside from Cameron Diaz not getting naked, which I, I'm not even going to complain about, it, uh, I don't know, it only had a, and it had Rob Corddry too, which I thought would have been a perfect recipe for some funny. But it ended up being uh, kind of bland and cheesy. And when you have the chance for an R rating and that's what you do is... Just, I don't know. I'm not even going to go into extra heavy detail. I'm just going to say... That the true star of the movie was motherfucking Rob Lowe. Yeah, I said it. Rob Lowe, that son of a bitch. He played fucking like, a, like the head of a corporation that was kind of almost like a Disney style of a thing. It was called like Piper Brothers or something like that, but uh, yeah, when you first meet him, he just seems like a regular old, you know, like a, like just a CEO type and shit, public figure, you know, knows all, you know, salesman, knows marketing, all that shit. But uh, then they, they go to his house later in the movie. It doesn't even matter why. Yeah, it doesn't even, if I go into the plot too much, you're just going to poke holes like I, like anyone who watched it, which is probably why it Probably has a low score on Rotten Tomatoes if it has a score. But the, they go to Rob Lowe's house and he's, he's, you know, he's playing this like wholesome CEO type and shit where you think like, you know, he'd be just, I don't know, I don't know, watching home movies or something with his family. And he's sitting there alone listening to just like Slayer, I think he had playing. And at one point he had fucking like DMX and, you know, fucking Biggie and shit. He, he. Yeah, it was kind of weird, but the the funniest part wasn't even that though either. It says, uh, as Jason Siegel's walking through his house, he's got paintings of uh, like famous Disney scenes. Just one, you know, painting. Like the one of the first ones you see is, uh, was it Rafiki holding up Simba? But uh, the painting has Rob Lowe's face implemented in or put into Rafiki's body. It looks it's extremely creepy. And that's where it was funny, because they put the dimples into the draw into the paintings, all of them too. There's one you see Pinocchio, and I think he was Geppetto. It was fucking just it's very weird, very weird. That's the I wouldn't even say watch it. I would just say look up that scene on YouTube or something and find it, because that shit is funny. But other than that, eh, kind of a cheeser. Yeah, yeah. Not gonna lie, I was a bit disappointed. You do get to see Cameron Diaz's butt a little, but I don't know if you've uh. I don't want to sound like a typical black guy, but she has no ass. I mean, come on. I think we've had an argument about Cameron Diaz not being that. We definitely had that long ago when the Sasquatch was on. If I knew the episode offhand, I would I would say just go back and listen to this episode, but I don't remember. I've been smoking. Yeah, wooden pipes have bigger bowls than, than I'm used to. 
<laughs> and it takes a bit to get it, you know, smoking properly so you can get that proper puffing. But uh, <laughs> moving on, the, the, the next late review is actually because of corn. <laughs> yeah, I was at Corn's house last night and uh, the, the whole time he's trying to convince me to, to oh, we can record here. I'm like, first we got to get the equipment. I know, but when we get equipment, I'm like, okay, uh, you have roommates that, you know, they're kind of loud. Uh, well, that's not even the problem. The The only issue is that uh, he, the, the problem with recording at Corn's house is he has too easy access to his own liquor or to his own beer. No. He drank fucking, he was drinking Old English last night too, that motherfucker stuttering and everything so you know we haven't chilled in a while and i had been bugging him like dude we gotta hang out i gotta at least smoke you out for the whole tow truck thing and shit so you know we're hanging out at his house and he turns on spider-man homecoming which i hadn't seen i i still hadn't seen that so i was able to you know check another one off the old marvel list i think so far at least to date uh the only one i haven't seen i don't know actually I'd have to go back and look, because I, I, I saw all the Iron Mans, I've seen all the Thors, seen all the Captain Americas, seen the one Hulk movie, seen both of the Avengers movies, or all three, saw, hell, saw Black Panther, saw Doctor Strange, saw Ant-Man, saw Guardians 2 and 1, so yeah, I think, uh, I think the only one I still need is, I think, uh, yeah, Homecoming was a big one I needed to cross off the list. At least before, you know, Infinity Wars and all that shit comes out. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I was I was happy to, you know, sit and watch it with him and smoke a little bud. So <laughs> first off, Corn was really drunk. Or or he wasn't already drunk, but he was getting kinda he's a little guy, so any amount of beer affects him pretty good. So, you know, we're watching and every time for some reason at Corn's goddamn trailer He's got, he'd rather just go outside than use the bathroom. Yeah, he, he'll go outside to smoke a cigarette and go take a piss in the fucking grass and shit. Uh, especially at nighttime. I'm like, dude, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> so every 10 minutes, he's pausing the movie. And I'm like, dude, it's it's already like 8.30. I I start dozing around like 10 usually. So I'm like, can we, can we just kind of watch this movie so I can get the fuck on? Not in a mean way, but just one of those like, you know, I don't want to fall asleep, but let's just keep watching the movie. It's a fucking two-plus-hour movie. We get into watching it. When I finally, you know, when we're able to sit and watch it, I finally told him, like, dude, stop it. Let's just watch the movie now for a while. Okay. We fucking, we get into watching it. Fucking, um, I actually was kind of enjoying it. It starts off nicely with a little, uh, like, uh, Parker doing, like, a, what's it, a, a fucking, like, a video log thing. Yeah, a vlog type thing personal video diary and it was kind of cool seeing like his perspective on the whole civil war and all that shit not the whole thing but just him coming in and you know some of the ins and outs so uh yeah um fucking seeing michael keaton as a bad guy was actually it was actually kind of cool i won't lie I, I love seeing him back in back in the spotlight and shit love you know he's getting old but he's he's still doing it he can still do what he wants to do i like it so um my only i'm not gonna even go into the full story or go into any spoilers even though it's been out for 
you know, it, it's already on DVD. It's already on on demand. That's how Corn was watching it. That's how we were watching it at his house. But um, you know, and I, I don't know about you. I, I have trouble keeping up with these damn flicks anyway. So I'd, I don't know if it, you know. Like I said, I I just barely checking that one off. So just in case you haven't checked it off your list, I won't ruin anything for you. I'll just say that my only beef was uh a little bit too much reliance on technology. Honestly, there. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, I get it. the The simple Spider Man, I guess, isn't uh, always gonna be that cool. But uh, I don't know. There, you know, like his his suit. You know, his his, his suit's got quite a bit of capabilities. It, it it would make for a cool video game. I'm sure it may made it might have. But I don't know. It. I was a little bit. Uh, I don't know. He he seemed a little bit unimpressive at first there but then he goes without the suit for a while so that was that was actually kind of cool that they broke it down again uh the fat friend annoyed the fuck out of me and just kind of ruined the plot a little bit or not ruined the plot but just kind of spread a little douche on the whole situation him blurting something out came up at least four times or three times to further the plot so it was a little fucked up like he was the dick that let the cat out of the bag and shit like i would have kicked his fucking ass with my super strength if i was peter parker in that situation <laughs> i mean yeah he's a fat kid but that's when he really just you want to out me motherfucker i'm gonna throw your fat ass off the roof but um yeah you, you don't want spider-man doing that and it's a disney movie for all you know but uh yeah it was uh overall though you know it's a it's a marvel movie you got you got your funny mixed in with your your action and your intensity You've got a good amount of hero guilt, which seems to be a, just like a common theme coming up in the Marvel movies nowadays. A lot of guilt. Uh, the weird thing to me was, uh, honestly, why didn't they use John Favreau that much in fucking the first Iron Man movie? Like, fuck. They, there was a lot of John Favreau, a lot more of him than I thought. I thought this movie was going to be damn near centered around Tony Stark, the way they were advertising it and showing it. It kind of annoyed me that they plastered his face all over the promotions and shit when half of the movie he really did just phone in. Like, they just needed his voice. It was kind of... <laughs> it was kind of weird. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he only came out of the suit once and he was in a goddamn regular suit. What the hell happened to his little Iron Man jumpsuit thing? I don't know. But it, it, overall, though, it was still... You know, it was decent. You got some good, uh... You know, got some good action. Because some some good jokes, I'll give that. Some good Spider-Man jokes. Some situations where he he wasn't in just uh, Manhattan, you know, building to building, tall building to building. There was actually some nice parts there where he had to just run, and that was kind of funny to me. But uh, yeah, that, that was good. Tom Holland obviously knocks it out of the park as Peter Parker and shit. So you got nothing to worry about there, Spider-Man fans. Yeah. So um. Yeah, I'll give a, yeah, I'll give, I, I still haven't come up with a system really for, like a scoring system for the movies. I, we, we always would try, but it never just quite works. But I'll just say, I'll, I'll just say whether or not you, I'll say watch, uh, what, the post credit scenes, do, okay, the weird thing for that, for me with Spider-Man was the goddamn, how they had Captain America sprinkled in there in these weird little school videos and shit. Like, I get it, they were, you know, they were, at the 
and they even poked fun like the first time they showed it they even poked fun that he was like a war criminal or something like that now but uh yeah it was kind of it was kind of cool but i don't know other than that the uh, yeah overall good one 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 kind of cheese and one kind of good but uh yeah moving on i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna just stroll right on forward here we're hell we're coming up on the half hour mark so let's take a second and uh, let's ask John freaking Smith where we're going right now. Yeah. Thank you, John Freakin' Smith, once again for that Gay for Day intro. Now let's get into the mood for some dude. Day for me day. Oh, God, fuck off. It's, I, I do my cheese. Fuck off. So anyway, we've got this week, I mentioned him earlier, the true star of that damn sex tape movie, Mr. Rob Lowe. Day for me day. Born 1964, which qualifies him for that fucking ain't dead yet shit, too. His old ass is still, he's still got the damn nipples. He looks fucking creepy a little bit. I, I suspect a little plastic surgery is taking place, but he hasn't quite overdone it, I guess. I, I didn't even watch him in anything as a kid, either. That's what's sad. He's just, I, I only have seen him in a few things. But he's kind of funny, I guess. Yeah. Real short, that gave for a day segment, this one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Sure, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, at JNT Podcast on all of them. There's links down there. Links to John freaking Smith. You know, you know the drill. Link to studio. I'm not going to sing it. I swore I wasn't going to sing it, so I'm not going to sing it. I know you've been expecting it, too, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to call you a... Yeah, I called you a fucker. Let, let's... You know, actually, you know, it's it's been long enough. I think we can call this one uh, finished, you know. I've already mentioned the socials. Oh, the voicemail. I'll mention that again. Drop us a voicemail. I need to hear some more battle cries to get the boys back. I think they need motivation. I think they need more where the fuckers rook and corn. And I think if, uh, yeah, if you guys call and leave a voicemail, I can send the voicemails right to them. So for them to play. And I can, uh. You know, I'll play, I could play them on the show too. But, uh, yeah. I think we need to hear some more battle cries. That, again, that number is, uh, well, it's down there in the description, but it's also 951-394-3420. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. This is, uh, this is like a, like, like a, almost like a protest. I don't, I don't know. This is a goddamn call to action. Almost. We need a, or a call to, we, we need, some we need convincing. I need help convincing the guys that they need to help get the, get the show back to going and shit. Back into the full force. So yeah. Leave leave some voicemails. Fucking uh, leave some, hell, tweet us. Goddamn. Drop something on our Facebook page because nobody ever does. Uh, Drop something on our, um, you, you know, you can tag us in an Instagram post. We need some where the fuck was Rook and Corn. Bring them back. Bring back Rookie and Corn. Yes. 
battle cries. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll say I'll say goodbye now. See you next week. <laughs>